You're listening to the Baby Dust Fertility Podcast, and I'm your host, Hannah Bowers. Now, on to the show. Welcome back to the Baby Dust Fertility Podcast. I hope that you're having a wonderful start to the week. You know, it's been so exciting these past few weeks to just hear the responses from our ebook, The Quick Guide to Getting Pregnant. You can definitely find the link to that in the show notes. I'm um, just seeing uh, you, your responses to that. So thanks so much for those of you who have downloaded and reached back out. But today I am really looking forward to sitting down with our guest. You know, I say it every episode, I probably sound like a resounding gong, but the truth is I love, love, love sitting down with each and every one of the guests that come on this show because it, to me, it brings on a fresh excitement, a fresh passion, and just a whole new, um, just incredible depth of knowledge. Um, and so today we're welcoming Raquel Monroy onto the show. And before I give her a chance to respond to that, I just want to say that one of the coolest things about doing this podcast and recording these episodes on Zoom is that there is no barrier to geographic location and we are in very different places. And so I just love that we get to sit down today and have this conversation. So welcome, Raquel. Thanks for taking some time to just chat with us. Oh, thank you so much for having me, Hannah. It's great. Thank you. You know, I love to just kick off before we jump in asking the question of how did you arrive working at Fertility? I love hearing the stories and just hearing that journey. So what did that look like for you? Yeah, so I am now a fertility nutritionist. Um, but of course, it all starts with, I think everyone has a bit of a personal uh, a journey when they that when they move into sort of health and wellness. And for me, um, I've always been very passionate about about nutrition. Uh, my mum, uh, my background, my mum's half, my mum's Filipino. I'm half Filipino, and I grew up with very much of the ethos that food is medicine, and it wasn't. It definitely wasn't a pill for every ill. My mum was very much about, you know, if I was if I was poorly, if I was ill, that she she nourished me through food. So I've always had that mindset, and so that's why I wanted to study nutrition. And understanding the body and how all the body, all the systems are interlinked. And I was really fascinated by that. And then during my studies, I also was trying for a baby. I I was in my mid-30s. I tried for a baby and um, I fell pregnant quite quickly. And I was really happy about that. And then I went to my 12, in in the UK, you have your first scan at, at 12 weeks. And I had my first scan, and unfortunately, I had a missed miscarriage. So mm. that's for any of you readers who aren't aware of what that is. That is when your body miscarries, but you don't actually have the physical signs of miscarriage. So I, I hadn't, I didn't know the the baby had passed away. Um, so I went to my scan, and they said the baby had stopped probably growing around five weeks, but my body hadn't miscarried. So that was obviously quite traumatic. And then, um. I had to deal with the psychological side of that. And then it took me a very long time to fall pregnant again after that. Um, I was trying for a few years um, until I conceived again. And I'm very grateful for my children. I've got two children now. But then that just led me into fertility because I'd realized that it's such a it's such a, a lonely journey as well. Um, it's very difficult for you to, I find it very difficult to talk about my miscarriage. Uh, I didn't have people around me that were like trying for a baby. I also had some friends that had already had children. I think they felt a bit, they didn't know how to approach a subject with me. Um, so yeah, I found it a lonely experience. I also found it really 
when I looked into it and the healthcare in the UK, it's very much like you look at your reproductive system, they do a few tests and then it'll be like, okay, wait, wait six months and then come back and we'll seek for fertility treatment. But of course, when you're in your mid thirties, you don't necessarily have six months to wait. Um, and so I just started looking at it myself holistically. And thankfully, you know, I changed my diet, my lifestyle, and I studied more about supplements. And then, yeah, then the rest is history. And once I realized that I was able to conceive through the changes that I made, I then, of course, realized that was my passion. And that's what I wanted to do for other people. Because um, in the UK, the statistic in the UK, I'm sure it's similar in the US, um, one in six couples struggle with uh, fertility and one in four pregnancies end in miscarriage. And there's definitely a lack of research in this area. There's a lack of funding in this area. So I feel like this is a really big topic that we can explore and it affects so many people. So I just really want to get the message out that there is so much that you can do in your power to improve your chances of pregnancy, especially in your in your 30s. Mm. Well, I, I'm so sorry, first of all, that you had to go through that initial experience. You know, our our fertility journey kind of had a similar trajectory. We, we lost our first pregnancy at nine weeks. Um, and there is such a shock moment uh, of going through that. And it's such a... Uh, it's such it's such a difficult journey that um, it, I didn't realize was so common before we had our experience. Um, but I look back knowing that that for me as well was a moment that really shifted perspective on having a passion for fertility and recognizing that there are so many options. Uh, so I celebrate with you hearing that you you journeyed through that and now you have two lovely children um, and the fruits of your labor. But I'd love to talk um, just for a minute, uh, dive into what you were talking about, trying to conceive in your 30s. You know, I'm seeing this becoming more and more common as, you know, couples are maybe not meeting as young as they did historically or now or pursuing education or pursuing work. And so yeah. by the time you enter your 30s, you know, you're ready in many cases to grow that family. Um you know, there's a lot of perceived challenges. You know, I think that we could both agree there's also a lot of perceived myths out there abounding mm -hmm. about this age. Uh, but I'd love to just dive in there. I'd love to dive in and hear your thoughts about conceiving in your 30s. And then maybe we can explore a little bit some of the the options, those resources that are available that you can implement into your own life. Yeah, I mean, definitely. I think... Um... There is this common misconception that once you hit 35, once you hit your mid-30s, then that's it. Your fertility drops off the cliff and you are really going to struggle have a, to have a baby. Now, that isn't necessarily the case. Of course, we cannot deny the natural aging process. And of course, as we age, our whole body, you know, is aging. So, it, you know, we are going to having some more health issues as we get older. And of course, the offset is, of that is that we may struggle more um, with falling pregnant as we get older. However, there is still so much in your power that you can do. And the thing is, nowadays, it's not the same as it was, you know, 30, 40 years ago. Women are very independent. Women, you know, there's a myriad of reasons why you you're not having children yet until your mid to late 30s. Like you mentioned, it could perhaps be that you don't have a partner or you're focusing on your education or your career or now we've got more options to travel. You know, we've you've got the cost of living crisis. There's so many things that are stopping people from having children. Um, 
But then when you do want decide to have a children, if you are in your mid-30s or 40s, I just want to make your listeners aware that that is fine. So many child people have children in their mid-30s. I had my child, my first child when I was 37, uh, my next one I was 38. And I've got friends now who are pregnant in their 40s. So it is possible. Of course it is. So I just want to stop the, the fear that many people have. And I think what you need to work on when you are in your mid-30s or older is you do need to look at your diet and lifestyle because diet and lifestyle plays a huge factor in your chances of conception. And it takes around three around three months to improve um, egg and sperm health. It takes around 10 weeks-ish to improve sperm health and around three, uh, three, three months to improve egg health. So that is the remit that I work to. So when I see my clients, I always say to them, we need to work one-to-one for three months with the aim to improve your egg quality. And because the research and statistics show that one of the main reasons why... Uh, it gets more difficult to fall pregnant as you get older is due due to egg quality. Hmm. Yeah. You know, I, I like that you mentioned that. I, I think that one of the interesting things I've observed in our community, just, just monitor, just listening to the, the conversations that are popping up and noticing these trends is that, um, you know, a lot of times what you just said about diet and lifestyle lifestyle changes being really powerful, but taking, you know, a couple of months to really have an effect is not commonly known. Um, mm. And, and so I, I think that's like such a key thing to, to remember, you know, I think that there's, you know, you had referenced in sharing your own, when you're sharing your story that, you know, a lot of couples, a lot of women who get into their thirties, they're thinking about having their baby. They, they don't want to wait whatever that timeline is that they're instructed to wait before uh, maybe going in for more testing or, or doing other things because if, you know, time has gone by, <laughs> they want to, want to get there now. Uh, exactly. Yeah. But, it's so it's so important to rem- remember that you know those changes help and they matter but it's not an overnight process do you it's have any not- more that you'd love to jump or I'd love for you to jump in there <laughs> No, sorry. No, I was just I completely agree with you. I mean, that is the thing. It's not an overnight process. I think people want a quick fix, you know. Um but anything to do with your health, it takes time. And also we have to remember that we're not only preparing your body for pregnancy, but the how the more healthier you are, the more healthy your egg and sperm, the egg and sperm are, the more healthy the child will be because that then passes on to the child. Do you know? So you just want to make sure that you're as healthy as you can be to pass on. So you're giving your child the best, the best start in life. But also, why not? I think I think as well, we're so busy in this culture right now. We're so go, go, go that I think a lot of people they say that health is a priority. But really, when it comes down to it and you look at it, it's that many people are probably a bit like, oh, yeah, I'll go for the odd jog or that, you know, it's like this really is a chance for you to hone in and practice self-care and take care of yourself over this three months so that, yes, you are preparing your body for pregnancy, but you're also at the same time going to be the best version of yourself. You are going to be so healthy physically, mentally. Do you know you're going to be removing your exposure to toxins and you know most many of my clients come to me see me after the three months and they're like 
wow, like I've never felt better. And a lot of the symptoms that they 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 saw that they mentioned to me when they started, not necessarily the trying to conceive, but the other issues, the weight gain, the thyroid issues or whatever, the eczema, the skin conditions or so on, that goes. And they're amazed by that because as I, I came to see you about, have, about having a baby, but all, all these other symptoms that I have have gone. Mm. And that just goes to show how important nutrition and lifestyle is. Mm, that's amazing. You know, it's it's like the trickle down effect is you think yeah. that you're really just addressing this one thing, but you're actually improving all of these other things. And I think what's really cool too is, you know, having been pregnant, gone through that process myself. Um, and, and also I always like to put the caveat out there, you know, we came to this, the, I came into this space uh, having my own navigating fertility challenges. Um, I, I think there's something really valuable in making, taking the time to make some of those shifts before you get pregnant, because then you don't, you don't have to think about them once mm-hmm. you get pregnant. I see that a lot. You know, you, you get pregnant and then suddenly you're like, Oh, I've got to, got to change this and change that. And, and, you know, that's overwhelming. And so there's this other mental benefit of just giving this time. But anyways, that's a rabbit hole for another day. <laughs> uh, but you're talking about, you know, you, you see these lifestyle, these dietary changes implemented. What does that generally look like? Do you see, do you find that you're, that you're working with, with your clientele and you're generally implementing the same things over and over again, or, or do you see a lot of variations in what is needed for each individual or each couple? Yeah. So it's definitely, um, it's not a cookie cutter approach. I mean, I've, I'm the founder of um, a method called the Fertile Way. So the Fertile Way is my signature method, my signature program with how I work with clients. And it's what's driven so many positive results for previous clients. So the Fertile Way, way is um, an acronym for how I work. And it's basically, it works because it looks at the whole fertility jigsaw and it puts all the pieces together. So if I just quickly explain the process, so fertile, the F just stands for, for being focused. So when you work with me, we are focusing on the essential nutri- nutrients that your body needs for optimal pregnancy, like specifically your body. We do a, we do an, a very comprehensive initial consultation and then everything that I put together is tailored for you. It's focused solely on you. And then the E of fertile is being empowered because what you learn from this, you, you, yes, you implement over three months, but actually you feel so empowered because you're taking control of your health overall. And you actually leave the program with so much knowledge that you then pass on. It's quite funny. I, I have so many clients who are like, Oh, I told my husband about, about this and now he's doing it. And now my neighbor's doing it. You know, you pass on the knowledge. Yeah. Um, so, and then it's research. So I am an evidence based practitioner. You know, I've, I've studied, I studied nutrition for three years. I had, you know, I, I'm always looking at the latest research. So everything that I mentioned to my clients is all backed by scientific research and then the T is for it's tailored of course like I mentioned before it's tailored for each couple or each individual and then I also like to work as well as nutrition and the lifestyle aspect to identify the root cause I often say to my clients we need to do some diagnostic testing so having a baby is not just about the reproductive system 
it's a whole body event. So we look at all the different systems in your body. What is going on with your gut health? What is going on with your thyroid? What is going on with your hormones? So we do various tests that are available, a, a Dutch test, a thyroid test, a Genova stool test, um, comprehensive blood test, whatever it may be. So we really, really go down to the nitty gritty to identify the root cause. And that really gives people the insight, especially when we do things like genetic testing and they're like, wow, I did not know I had a snip in that area. So that's why I'm not able, you know, uh, to process it very well. Or that's why vitamin D, I need more higher vitamin D requirements, for example. And then the L in the fertile is um, lifestyle, looking at, you know, how you're managing stress, how you're exercising, what your sleep's like, you know. Sleep for me, by the way, is the one thing if that's it's just magic like, i think people don't realize how much sleep can improve your fertility so it's looking at the lifestyle factors removing toxins exposure to um, various plastics and pollutants and then the e of the fertile way is that i'm empathy it's empathy driven you know i have been in your shoes i know exactly what it's like to, to struggle with fertility i know what it's like to miscarry i know the the anxiety around it or feeling guilt when someone else gets pregnant or that you know everything that encompasses fertility struggles i've been there so um that's that's kind of the the jigsaw that i work to that's kind of all the little puzzles are the pieces that i put together so that helps me identify the root cause of my client's fertility issues and then from all of that we have a personalized plan and it's every other week i am speaking to my clients i never ever ever leave my clients in the lurch i'm speaking to them all the time to, to keep them accountable of course because i'm giving them all this knowledge but they're the ones that have to implement it so holding them accountable and giving them the motivation and you know we're tweaking things as we go along according to any insights from the tests and so on so it's very very thorough mm-hmm. um and the one thing i want to quickly say about that sorry is we focus quickly you know it kind of feels like the focus is on the female but when i deal with couples i always say i need to i need to also work with a partner the male partner because male factor infertility is about 50%. So the male factor side is about 50% of why fertility issues happen. So I think a lot of pe- a, a lot of women feel like the onus is on them and they're the ones that have to improve their health. But actually, men are equally important. And unfortunately, sperm health is on the is on the decline, very much so. Um, and that's something that we need to raise awareness of. I'm so glad that you mentioned that about working with both, uh, because yeah, absolutely. It's, there is this ongoing myth that, you know, it all solely relies on the, the woman in the relationship. Um, but you know, it's, it's, there's a part, it's a partner, there's partners there. We each side have 50%. Um, and I think that's just such a big deal. You know, I've talked to the clients before who have struggled to even accept that idea that maybe, uh, maybe there's something that he can do as well. That's going to support, um, you know, changes in the lifestyle that might help or, or, you know, different things. Uh, but it really does make a big difference. And I like when I hear practitioners like yourself who are working with both, because I think there's something really special when couples do this work together and they are making changes together. So it's not like one person feels 
solely the weight, but both are actually contributing in whatever way it has been decided is, is optimal to, to have this baby. Um, I, I think it, it grows the relationship and builds this unique opportunity to, you know, Definitely. to journey through the challenges of making this change or optimizing this. And it, it becomes, it's like, we're doing this together as opposed to like, okay, you do your thing. And then we'll just kind of see how it goes. Exactly. And isn't that, isn't it that like parenting anyway, once mm-hmm. the baby's born, touch wood, you have to do things together. It's not just mm-hmm. the woman that's looking after the child, you know, like when it comes to actually parenting, mm-hmm. both mum and dad need to be equally involved because it's, you know, that's, and that's then another road, another <laughs> challenge parenting, isn't it? Mm, absolutely. So for anyone who's listening, they are uh, intrigued. They want to learn more about you, about your fertile method. Where can they go to do that? Okay, so you can um, contact me um, on my website. So it's raquelmonroy.com and there is a booking system on there to work with me. Uh, So I work with clients on a three-month basis. I work with clients all over um, the UK, so nationally and internationally. I've had a few clients in the US actually. Um, So thankfully to Zoom, all of my uh, consultations are online, so that's really helpful. Uh, So... My website and also my Instagram for uh, I share lots of new tips and <clears throat> fertility tips and hacks on there. So that's uh, Raquel Monroy Nutrition, and I also have a private Facebook group, which is where I just you know just it's just kind of like where women can be very open about their experiences. I don't think you can get that on on Instagram or on the social media channels. So my Facebook group is TTC um, in your thirties and beyond. But I'm sure you'll put this in the show notes anyway, won't you? Absolutely. Um, So yeah, those are the three main areas that you can contact me. Excellent. Well, yes, we will include links to all of those in the show notes to make it easy to find you. Um, But Raquel, thank you for taking time out of your day to chat with us. Is there anything you would like to leave our listeners with before we wrap up? Uh, I just want to say that, you know, if you're on this sort of traversing this, this, this fertility journey, this road at the moment, just know that there is so much in your power that you can do. And Unfortunately, uh, the medical system is very much, well, it is in the UK, but it's probably similar to the US. Like, it's like, okay, well, we've got in this vein of fertility or whatever, it's IVF. And of course, IVF is fantastic, but please also explore all the areas. Make sure you're optimizing your health, because even if you do have to go down the IVF route, you're maximizing your chances of that. So just make listeners aware there is still so much in your power that you can do. And please don't be panicking because you've hit that over the hill I'm doing you know dreaded 35 it's it's not true like you can be 35 and have children you could be in your 40s and have children like please do not panic Mm, that's a great final thought I appreciate that well with that we're going to wrap up for today's episode thank you for those of you who have hung out with us all the way to the end Like I said, you can find all the links to connect with Raquel in the show notes below. So be sure to scroll down, check those out. And with that, we're going to sign off for today. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so that you don't miss the next episode when it comes out. So with that, we'll be back soon. Bye for now. 
Hey friends, I wanted to quickly pause today's episode to talk about Full Wells Fertility Booster. Now there are so many products on the market designed for supporting sperm and egg health. And I wanted to specifically highlight this one today. You know, I'm sure that if you look at your counter, you probably have a ton of different supplements you've already purchased that are just sitting there that you and your significant other are taking on a daily basis. What you don't need is two more products that you need to add, that you need to purchase, that you need to keep there. And so that's why I really like Full Wells Fertility booster this is a single product that's designed to support both sperm and egg quality it includes some of those really big hitting antioxidant supplements like coq10 alpha lipoic acid and nac and it's designed to just be added into the routine that you already have going now what's really cool here is that there are no ingredients that overlap with what is already in your prenatal so you don't have to worry about getting too much folate or getting too much vitamin a or getting too much of any one of these other supplements that we really don't want to be up regulating our dose with. And so this is a great product to add. If you have been doing the dietary and the lifestyle changes, but you're really looking for something extra to help take that sperm and egg quality to the next level. Now you can head over to fullwellfertility.com. You can put this in your cart. They've got a lot of other great products on that website and you can use the code blissberrywellness at checkout to save.